You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, I wanted to do a small piece on transdermal magnesium and the history of magnesium. Um, just d- dating back to magnesia, um, which is one of the origins of the bas- bath culture in Greece and Greek antiquity and Roman antiquity. Um, we also have spa in, in uh, Belgium, um, which is a city. Um, we also have bath in England, which is a city. Um, all of these areas which point to the same need um, for transdermal applications. Um, and of course, we have magnesia, and this was the center of the bath culture in Greece. So we're coming back to understanding why these mineral-rich waters were sought out um, for healing, health, to heal the masses, to heal different conditions. Even in France today, I mean, there's like, you know, hundreds of thalassotherapy treatment, thermal cures in different areas that even part of the medical system still in France today where they will send you to certain places for certain types of pathologies. So they still get it. There's still an understanding of this, um, even up to today. But in, at large, a lot of people still haven't made it to uh, understanding this deficiency. So what we need now is a tradition, uh, like at Heart of Traditions, that's kind of the goal, is to bring about this old tradition and bring it back into a modern format for the world today, for people who are you know, city dwellers, urbanites, all these different people who are not going to be running off to, to do these thermal cures or anything. And we need to have a solution which is close to home, you know, inexpensive and easy for anyone to do from their home. So that's kind of the goal of this um, transdermal gospel that's happening now where people are going to be able to heal and optimize these magnesium levels, which contribute to so much chaos in the body when they are not, um, you know, properly optimized. Um, There's over 850 studies on magnesium in the human body. I mean, it's one of the most studied minerals uh, on Medline or in the world, and um, so we have this Greek and Roman bath culture antiquity, which is behind us, where we had famous octogenarians and different people of this Greek antiquity. Um, and so now we're trying to put all the pieces together in a modern format. Um, you can also use this product, you know, like even the Spartans were using um, the waters of magnesia for their healing. And there are anecdotes in history about this. Um, there's also, um, you know, modern day, you know, solutions that we use. We use pills a lot during the war. I mean, this was developed during the first world war. We started using these magnesium pills and different things. So this was one way to get us, you know, uh, the deficiency was growing basically. I mean, what the chocolate addiction and everything else that's happening, uh, you know, is this all a product of magnesium deficiency? Quite possibly. So we have to find a way to do these things right so we don't become addicted and then we start giving our children chocolate and then everybody's addicted and then, you know, the body is on stimulant mode all the time. Um, So this is not what we want. We want to have a much more sober um, body chemistry um, which can, you know, choose to maybe have some chocolate every once in a while or whatever, but it's not not an addiction. So... um, trying to find a way out of our problems. Um, magnesium is the number one most essential thing to think about. Um, it's the number one deficiency, the deficiency of the century. 
And the reason is because of the soil and the stress and the sugar consumption, the, the refinement of foods. And there's a hundred other, other, you know, not only to mention all the other in, intoxication that we suffer from, from endocrine disruption, toxins, and the environment, um, toxins from soy fed animals, like all this endocrine disruption that happens through that heavy metals, volatile aluminum, macro aluminum from vaccines and other areas that we have to try to get out of the body. 